0: Quack, 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 quack. 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 Come on,
1: Adam, quack. Quack, 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 Adam,
0: quack. I I guess quack. 12-0. Quack,
1: quack, Adam,
0: quack, quack. 12-0 was the goal. My name is, was Adam Jamel. I don't even know what it is now.
1: I'm Aaron Schroeder!
0: Yeah, that's right. Aaron, we lost a game. Did you hear about it?
1: I don't know did I hear about it, my guy, but I watched it
0: in real time. Mm, I watched it in the damn stadium, my man.
1: Look, do you see how upbeat I am? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about my football weekend. Okay. Starts off strong. Wake up, great mood, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon ate- Ducks lose. Yeah. They yeah. lose. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, well... Still can wake up at 5 Mm a.m. To make sure that I catch them Hawks.
0: Get some... um, Because that
1: game should be exciting. It's in Munich, for Christ's sake. Get
0: some sausage and and, uh, big beer. Well,
1: they lose. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to keep upbeat about it because the Cowboys are on tonight. And I tell you what, it's going to be great to watch them win a game
0: ugh your third team's the cowboys Cowboys? win either yeah yeah so
1: hey you know what it's whatever dog just a game
0: i suppose it is a game i'll tell you this aaron i'm not necessarily devastated i mean it was nice because the goal is always to win a national championship like we can wrap this podcast up when we win a national championship in football sure but that being said I wasn't stoked of the idea of this team in particular making the playoffs. I mean, I would have been ecstatic. I would have been excited, nervous for the game. And then I would have most likely assumed we were going to lose to whoever we played. Um,
1: you know, I feel like we would win a national championship had we been able to go that path. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, no doubt in my mind we would have. If no we doubt. could have gone that route, we would have won the whole thing. If we would have won every game and been the best
0: game in the country, the best team in the country, we would uh, be the best team in the country. I agree.
1: Right. Now, also, Mm -hmm. here's what I actually got worried about in the game. Mm -hmm. And you were there, everyone, just so Mm -hmm. we know. Adam was in the stands. In the building, yes. And when the announcer... Says out loud. Ten minute drive. My mind almost exploded, and then to see, uh, who was our center? Like, oh, Alex
0: Forsythe. Yeah.
1: Well, and then, and then quarterback gets hit a little. I'm like, you know what? I don't care about this game anymore. We can lose this game. I just don't want. The season to be fucked. Yeah, well, that's
0: that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm not like, get this offensive line <laughs> off the
1: field now.
0: Yeah, Just get them out of there. Alex Forsyth and Ryan Walk both injured. Um, we don't Bo know Nicks their status. Takes Bo Nix.
1: I think. That hit was one of those ones where it makes your, like, nerves kind of light up a little bit, you know what I mean? It got his leg, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he got a leg the on that one. I think it, it kind of spooked him.
0: Well, it was strange because, like, watching it from the sideline, it's like, oh, my God, like, this drive is forever. And then yeah. we're, we're getting and it's like, if we score a touchdown, finally it'll be a two-score lead. And it yeah. seems like it's done. But it was all about that bad snap. Which at that point,
1: well, because they were okay. So yeah, that bad snap.
0: By the way, this knocking is—I believe—someone knocking. I don't know what.
1: I, I don't hear know. any knocking. I don't think anyone hears it, but you, bud. I'm going crazy. You've watched too many horror movies, my guy.
0: My next door neighbor is—is is, I'm assuming nailing uh, something into the wall.
1: or Oh, I bet. A... I bet. I bet they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but see, now you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> it
0: really threw me out. Well, that's what happened to the Ducks, clearly. Well, okay, that bad well, oh, snap. Oh,
1: okay. Right. This is what I was going to say. So that bad snap, literally two plays before that, maybe the play before it. The It was the play before is it. Is when the announcers said out loud, this drive has been going for eight plus minutes, and the guys have got to start feeling tired. And mm-hmm. it, and then all of a sudden, it started happening, and it was just like, "You assholes did this! Y'all <laughs> brought it up, and you ruined the moment." <laughs> I'll tell
0: you about this. Even in even in a game where it's like, even with that bad snap, which was amazing, that bonix was able to bring it in because that could have just gone over his head and not could have been touchdown. And that could have been it but I was amazed that Bo Nix was able to rally that in, but it's just, there's so many games. When you get that bad snap, it seems to just truly be a curse. You're just done. Like, I don't know if it's probably me, like that Stanford game in what, 2018? was mm-hmm. a bad snap there. Sounds like we're getting into Conspiracy Corner. Okay, okay. I guess so. I don't know. Uh, you really, you're really not hearing this thumping. Am I just losing my mind? Is it a tell, a telltale
1: heart situation? I that think it is. That I killed.
0: Hmm. Well, be sure to edit this is, out. What it is?
1: It's the sound of. <laughs> it's the sound of the ducks coming mm. to tell you mm. that just because they lost this game, and by the way, Washington's a good team, right? They they are a good team.
0: They've lost two games this season. One right. was a bad loss to Arizona State. That's tough. Um the other one was to UCLA, a team that was very competitive against us, you know, and they rallied back in that game. And it didn't make me feel this particular loss didn't make me feel so bad if you take the injuries out cuz like the injuries could be Devastating, and it could it could truly be a two thousand seven Dennis Dixon situation. We can get into that in a second, okay. but it I it didn't make me feel so defeated because it was like our strengths were still our strengths. We were still the offense was a hell of an offense. We were yep. rushing; they could not stop the run nope. at all. At that all. game
1: was ours. Like Ugh. it was a for sure game. Watching it. Thinking about everything that Hithlidae says, it was Mm -hmm. just like, we're doing it all correctly because we're doing it all correctly. We're following the system. The shit is ours. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like somebody went to the mechanism and pulled out a little pin that holds the whole thing together. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it (laughs) it just so happens to be our center because Mm -hmm. it's like, of course it is.
0: Yeah. That dude's a
1: monster out there.
0: Alex First, I mean one of the best, one of the absolute best. I um, was
1: thinking about him the whole game, going, This dude is going to the NFL. He is going to rule. I mean, he's uh, the he's
0: key. He's a center. And and so, Jackson Powers Johnson, I do believe, spelled him and um I think fellow ope. I, I I forget exactly I'll ask today, but yeah. So the offensive line actually was still holding up pretty well even with those injuries. The problem really was the defense. I mean, I think that's pretty clear, right? Well, two two deep
1: touchdowns for like like you know, like 60 but yards. Those have been happening to us all season. That yeah, that's wasn't the problem. anything that was yeah. out of character. So, no, I wasn't that's a good concerned point. about them because mm-hmm. we're still playing that because I mean, okay, if we can zoom out When we were, when I was watching this game, there was a certain point where I went, this isn't a football game. This is a boxing match. (laughs) It was like, you know, just like battling it out and just like slowly learning each other, taking Mm -hmm. points, taking points, but learning each other. And then it was just like jab, 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 jab. And then it was like, okay, now who can stand up for 12 rounds? Yeah. That's well, what it felt like and it just felt like we couldn't because of that stupid <laughs> The drive was too long, right? We should have no, at no, some no. point called I... it in. No, no, I in my opinion,
0: okay, let's say that bad snap doesn't happen. We're most likely, just judging from everything else that went on that game, at least getting Half those yards. We're at least getting like two or three yards. Which sets up a very manageable fourth down. Which most likely, I would, I mean, the, ch- the chances are better that we're getting that. Now, one but thing I want to I... say, though, one thing I want to say is we really did play in character. Because one thing is, like, I don't want to, there's a whole lot of times, like, couple fourth down decisions. Like with Ty Thompson out there, you know, on that fourth down. That basic, the second to final drive for Oregon brother I know
1: I know brother I was like I was like kid you've been doing this all season you just got to stay in the game you just got to do it it was his toughest challenge yet and I loved that he was out there dude
0: I hated it See, I hated every thing. snap he was out there
1: <laughs> See that's the thing This game
0: mhm
1: it almost to me doesn't matter that we lost because it was such a great story like we've had it's like Game of Thrones you slog through seven eight episodes of like what is just happening and yeah, then, but then you it get ended shitty, dragon sequence but then you get a bad ending <laughs> but that's which, fine which, because which, you get a hell of a show
0: no bro no because i hate game of thrones now i was a giant fan and then it sucked and now i don't like it and the world seems to not like it that's what look, i'm afraid we're, I'm te- we're say- teetering on the edge of look if, if Adam- our center if two if two starting linemen are out and I bo nix is out and ty thompson is the quarterback we're fucked. lost to utah lost to oregon state yeah. no pac-12 championship that's look, what i mean here's
1: what i'm here's what i'm suggesting mm-hmm. you may notice that i wore the color blue Today. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What's this? Do you know what happens when you combine blue and green, Adam?
0: Well, you get purple. Why the Why the fuck would I care about that? Or is it? What color do you get? Yeah, purple. <laughs> I don't want that. Why would we want that?
1: Because are you a Husky we, fan? Motherfucker? Maybe we should start thinking about covering both.
0: Oh, fu- <laughs> Okay. So Schroeder's muted for a little bit. I'm gonna bring on our next guest. That's right. Schroeder's in a timeout because he's caught with one fucking Husky win. He's ready to go over to their side. So maybe he won't be on next week. We'll see. But um, we do have his potential replacement, and that would be from Addicted to Quack, our resident film viewer, viewer, our resident film reviewer. Um and and dear friend and hopefully coping mechanism of some sort. Hiflade of addicted to quack. How are you doing, Hifliday? Uh I'm well. Blue and green do not make purple. I don't know what <laughs>
2: primary school y'all went to.
0: Uh, one in Oregon. Blue clearly. and red make purple. Ah, yeah. What and is red going is on? the one
2: <laughs> color not contained in green. Like
0: I don't I don't know any of these. Things. Ask me the about my geography of a next. Medford
2: education.
0: Like, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. No,
1: I led him down that path. I fed it to well, him. That's on I me. was That's like, where are you fault.
0: going? I don't know. I mean, I don't know my colors, but I'm usually not tested on it. God, uh, yeah, maybe I'm <laughs> colorblind. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you that uh, this – the because I went to the game. I was at odds yesterday. other day. And it was like there was the feeling of like right when you saw Bonix wasn't coming in the game. I was just like, oh, if the – if if the Huskies get the ball again, because I'm assuming they're scoring immediately, because that's just the way the game was going, then we lose. If they if they get the ball for two more possessions, we're yeah. done. So, seen this yeah. game so many times, and I was going with oh, a friend. Man, it was
2: the play before for me. It was the the high snap on oh, second and five. We were just talking that about the, that's the that is a first play. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Like, there's a. There's, you know, like once a season, there's a God hates the Ducks game. You know, where yeah. we're just like 2018 now, Stanford, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. Like this had very 2018 Stanford, which was the last time they lost at home. Um, yeah. yeah, very, very much vibes uh of that kind of game where it's just like you know of course that happened and then of course nicks you know goes down and then of course you know whittington slips on fourth and one yeah of course they hit a million yard touchdown like you're just like or or that like 2015 utah game where like the 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 instant the ball hit the sky cam i was like that's it yeah we're uh, done
0: yeah Exactly in, in our quarter, our he actually came in. He wasn't. It was, I remember that. that was yeah.
2: Locky? Yeah, it was, just, it was. You know. Yeah. I, I remember hey, a Big Play V A came was, in for
0: like a little bit, but it was like, no, dude, at this yeah, I point. I mean,
2: <laughs> weird and, and and wild, and you know, and to some extent, that's why you love it. Except for when it's your team that's on the receiving end mm-hmm. of, of a blasting, you know, like that. I, I mean, like there's. There's two things we're talking about in this game, and they're worth like talking about separately. You know, one is that the past defense, you know, was atrocious and was like Mm. frustrating to do on film study because it was like it's with like one exception, Washington wasn't really doing anything new. They were, you know, it was like that was your game plan, like that's what they put on film for ten previous games, and that's what you came up with, Um, like that you know but on the other hand you know Oregon won the other three quadrants of football pretty cleanly you know like their their rush and pass offense you know Washington couldn't stop at all um and their you know their rush defense was pretty good you know too um although Washington rushed the ball efficiently enough to keep Oregon's pass defense honest which I think is sort of Mm -hmm. an underappreciated element of the game but anyway the um like you add all that together and like this it's a closer game than is comfortable but it's still a game that oregon should have won now like structurally oregon is not going to make it to the next level you know make it to the playoffs you know mm-hmm. you know win some substantial games until they you know resolve you know the things that are wrong with their past defense so i don't like you know i definitely don't want to let them off the hook or anything but yeah. like this still should have been you know a win if not for the sort of the God hates the Ducks factor. And then also, I, I think there were just some errors, you know, like that the high snap is an execution error. Running Knicks on third and five, you know, is a tactical error. Kicking the field goal on fourth down yeah. was a strategic error because they're up four, right? If they punch it in for a touchdown, they're up 11 with four minutes left on the clock. It doesn't matter if Washington can hit a touchdown in a short amount of time. Oregon just goes back and runs the ball again, runs mm-hmm. out the clock. They walk out of the, the door with a three-point win like... uh
0: you can, know, I, can I ask you, so there were also times where, and you know, like we're, we've, in certain times in the season, have loved decisions like this, where Dan Lanning's kind of rolling the dice a little bit, and uh, most of the time I I felt like I enjoyed the decision, or it was more of like, well, he took a risk, if he would have gotten that one, we'd be so happy, and if he didn't, then you just, yeah, people are going to call him an idiot, and you circle this part. Uh, were there any parts in there where you were like, that was not a good risk? I mean, obviously, there's like the onside kick or something, but yeah, were there any where think, you like...
2: I didn't think the onside kick was a good risk, but I don't really think that that's super relevant. Like, yeah. the, it. I, I, my problem was that they... I, I just think that, they, that well like i said you know those three plays in succession the the bad snap well really as soon as they got in the low red zone they should have gotten to the i formation and just run the ball every single time till they hit a touchdown because a touchdown guarantees a win in that situation for Mm -hmm. reasons that i just stated they go up 11 the game's over Mm -hmm. um and like and it's not like the i formation was this foreign concept to them you know like they've been running the i formation successfully all year long if it's second and five you know, on, on whatever, you know, yard line that was just pound the ball. Were invert, we in the eye
0: invert. when they, when we were in the end zone on, I believe our first try that, or so, and we, that fumbled. was,
2: they, they did that Emory and Henry thing, which they've never actually run. It was the play clock was hmm. too low. I, I didn't like that. that, that I didn't love or anything, but like they did get back to the eye formation and then it was the bad snap. And that was the only time they did the eye. Um, they did other weird stuff in the game. Like they did, you know, a wild cat, yeah. Uh, a couple of times where they direct snapped it to uh, to, to Bucky Irving. Um, that was you know, great. Them... I, that was fun, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't, you know, I don't have a beef with any of that stuff. It's just you know, look, here was the game situation by the beginning of the fourth quarter. You know, they were not, they realized that they were not stopping Washington's, you know, offense. Um, They uh, decided to go on a death drive to end the game because they were up four and they had possession of the ball with 15 minutes left on the clock. That was the correct decision. They then marched down the field because of course they can. They then get down to the low road zone. And this is where you know, this is where, not unforgivable, but like, these are major strategic errors. They should have gotten in the I-formation and just pound, 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 even if it's fourth down, pound, 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 until they get a touchdown, because there's no way that Washington was going to stop six I-formation runs in a row. And even if Nick somehow got hurt, you know, within my alternate timeline, even if somehow, you know, the football gods, you know, spliced the veil and and hurt Nick's on an I-formation run, that... Ty Thompson can take a snap and hand the ball off in the I formation like it's not dependent mm-hmm. on the quarterback making a read or anything. Um you, you know the their their failure to do that, you know, I consider it to be a major strategic error. And then, you know, back to the other thing, like their failure to not have a better plan against this passing attack, um
0: well I I also consider it to be like a planning level error. Um it seemed like I, they really just kind of threw their their hands up, and we're just like, well, our plan on defense is score more points on offense. It's I Which, mean, it's... <laughs> like,
2: okay, that that you can win a game that way. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it's not it. it there, there. Are sometimes, you know, you just face an offense that you don't have the personnel to defend. Now, there's no such thing as a national champion, um, winning team that. L- for for which that is true, right? Like, if you have decided I can't do this thing, you have decided that your ceiling is a New Year Six Bowl, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you accept that, you should still be trying to win games by you know planning and and strategic you know strategically sound decisions. And mm-hmm. that element failed as well. And then you know God hates the ducks, you know, so you had <laughs> yeah. get hurt, you know, etc.
0: Um, and so. And I I also wanted to ask, um, I mean, there's a lot of talk. I mean, there's been a lot of talk this whole season, especially when you're losing to Kayvon Thibodeau. Your pass rush ain't going to be the same. How have you been feeling of, like, if we know we haven't been the best at actually pressuring the quarterback, is there... A decision you got to make where it's like maybe we need to, like, you know, like just kind of abandon that a little bit or, or on key moments, or is it, or do you have you know. noticed like, anything that you? Would I change? mean, I do, I, I don't, okay. I don't know
2: what the answer is after having made the realization that rushing for is never going to get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to make that realization and then have you know, a plan that assumes that that is the case that rushing for will not reach the quarterback. Um, but I don't know what then the answer is. Cause I'm not, if I knew what the answer to that was, I wouldn't be talking to you. I'd be getting paid millions of dollars to be defensive coordinator, Fair enough. but like I, I can't, you know, so maybe it's something like they should be dropping three and playing like cover three man or something like that. Um, or, you know, maybe they should blitz all the time. That's Utah's solution. Utah can't get home <laughs> with four, and they blitz every time. Yeah. Um, and, like, I you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the appropriate solution is. But it appears that their plan in this game was to, um, was to rush four and, oh, oh, we'll get home. We don't have to worry about that route because we'll get home. And it's like, no, you're not. You know, you need a different coverage plan because this coverage plan is not going to work uh, with a quarterback who has three seconds in the pocket. Mm-hmm. and you're going to give him that every single time and like that's why I say I think that's a planning error. I think it's also sort of like a they 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 probably like going back to the beginning of the season. I mean, I think they did a hell of a job in the transfer portal, you know, and considering the personnel that they inherited, you know, making this a 9-10 win team you know, uh, uh, with the, the transfer portal additions and sort of the schematic stuff that they've done has been a hell of an accomplishment. Like the mm-hmm. idea that you should go to the playoffs in your first year after the previous coach, you know, uh, you know, skip town, um, is kind of ridiculous, you know, as an expectation, but if there's one thing where they definitely seem to have struck out at it's, it's been, you know, um, building a better pass rush, um, You know, they got a better cornerback. They got Christian Gonzalez. Um, but -hmm. they just like their pass, they're trying to get a pass rush out of Mace Funa and DJ Johnson. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just not, yeah, that's that's not going to cut it. Like, there's, there's three, four, maybe five teams in the Pac 12 that have a better pass rush than Oregon does. And like, Oregon is a much more talented team than, than, than those guys. So, like, you know, that, that's, that, that goes back to the offseason stuff. Um, and maybe that's greedy to say, oh, you, you should have filled out every single position. But like, yeah. hey, you know, that that's what they're getting paid for.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, there's only a, a handful of teams in the, or not even a handful, probably like one, two, three teams in this whole country that are, this is a full roster. Ain't no, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and You and- know,
2: that's the goal. And if they, if Oregon wants to win a national championship, the, the era in which you could have an incomplete team um, and still win a natty because you were so you know teams didn't know how to do anything how to stop you like that that window opened and then closed um Mm -hmm. we are back to the era that college football has in had has been in since pretty much the inception which is that if you want to go the distance um you you need to be a complete team you need to never say oh i can't do that so i need to cover it up by doing this other thing Mm -hmm. like you need to be able to say i can do everything um So, so so speaking of which,
0: as I felt the air in the entire stadium just completely evaporate once Ty Thompson took the field, not to badmouth. I mean, that's
2: another one. I mean, that they went out and got a great transfer portal quarterback, but that apparently they were left with a couple of duds. Um, uh, you know, at this point, like that's another aspect. Like, if you want to win a Natty, you can't have one quarterback only.
0: Which, which is really tough because, like, some of the most, like, teams that you would think, like, oh, well, they must ha- they have to have three great quarterbacks. It is – I mean, I mean Georgia does. Look at Georgia's roster. They've got, like, you know. two five-stars behind Stetson Bennett. <laughs> you know, like – Well, and, and, like, Ty Thompson's very highly rated. uh it, It's all the – would Coach Hithliday next season – Bo Nicks is not coming back, let's say. He's going to the NFL. You got – let's say Dante Moore is staying. Would – Hithliday get one more transfer QB would would he maybe yes. start working on a way to be like Ty Thompson? I think we can get you to we got some connections over San Jose take, State. Yeah,
2: I would one hundred percent take a grad uh, transfer quarterback.
0: It, it just seems I would like, actually yeah.
2: be shocked if. If the Oregon coaching staff, assuming the Bo Nix leaves, I guess, you know, if he does have like t- three to play two left. Um, <laughs> That'd be
0: great, but I would love
2: it. But yeah, that he leaves. uh, Yeah, there's it would be very foolish not to take uh, an additional quarterback. I mean, we we really don't know much about Thompson and Butterfield because like they're just they're their their snaps have been so limited, but like they've been so limited over this extended period of time that mm-hmm. like you can sort of infer what two different coaching staffs think of them.
0: Yeah. That's kind of well. It it just it just seems we don't know anything that we haven't seen. outside of a spring spring games and garbage time, that being said, you you start to notice it's like they're not asking them to throw the ball even in situations where it's like it would like if they would have gotten that fourth down, uh, the slip, you know, which mm-hmm. I, I I liked that call because it seemed clear like like this fourth oh, down's yeah, a lot odd. more
2: <laughs> of course they
0: go for it there there's yeah. like
2: if they give the ball back the game's over like of course that that's not a question like
0: yeah and and it, at that point it just felt like if you don't get that fourth down like that fourth down's a lot easier to get than stopping Washington even if you punted from going 70 yards at that point in the game it yeah. was just ridiculous. no 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 that's that's ridiculous of course you go
2: for fourth down on that situation and then like but yeah that's a guy you know just like Alex Forsyth world's most reliable center snaps it over the dude. Head and you know on the goal line, you know, mm-hmm. of course, Noah Whittington, world's most reliable running back, you know, slips on fourth and one. It's just yeah. like you know, got at, at some point, you just sort of, you know, it was just a good okay. game,
0: quite frankly, honestly. Uh, and I hate how much people are already being like, oh, that's the Pac 12 game of the year, and it's like, yeah, I fucking agree with you, and I hate it, all right, <laughs> like, or maybe USC Utah was, was pretty I mean, similar I, game, I don't know.
1: I, I, I,
2: I, I've stated this is you know I, I'm I'm not in love with no defense games yeah or That's games where the the only defense is teams screwing up yeah like you know the defense is half of the game I like to see good defensive plays and mm-hmm. I don't just like to see like oh you stop because the offense screwed up either tactically or strategically or execution wise like yeah. um,
0: greatest game but, in the world would be like twenty eight to twenty four where it's like there was enough going on but they weren't just every... Like, this game was... Aaron was saying this was just a punch where no one was blocking. Uh I mean, a boxing match where no one was blocking and just back and For forth head hits. Yeah, I mean, it was it was nuts. Uh Yeah, I mean, I, we were also both saying that it's not... It did feel like Washington beat us the way that Washington was going to beat us. You know, the, they... Followed their strengths to as strong as it could be. And yeah, we, the, this it looks game
2: good, that yeah. played out was the only avenue that Washington had to win. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like, oh, play this game 100 times. Ninety nine of them are clean Oregon wins and we're living in the one percent universe. But I am saying that, like, there is no other way for Washington. Like Washington yeah. wasn't going to win this game running the ball. You know, Washington wasn't going to win this game stopping Oregon's offense. Washington wasn't going to win this game, you know, any other way than they'd pass the ball all over the ducks and the ducks would make some mistakes Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah that's it that that was their path to
0: victory and that is the path that happened uh and and so that part yeah we were saying like it didn't feel soul crushing and there's still so much on the line we could still possibly get to a rose bowl but um the thing that would feel crushing is if like walk forsyth and nix aren't in it for the next two weeks yeah man i just i have no <laughs> way of predicting that i, I like I really they haven't don't. said anything they they they've purposely said like basically nothing like whoa oh, we're they, they, they were they're hurt gone. but it looks like they're we just don't know well i mean like none they of them, want them to play. off the field i mean yeah. obviously
2: nix came back in and played yeah. um
0: you know, walk,
2: you know, they had, they've been rotating two other guards, you know, right. So, you know, Harper and Powers Johnson. So like, this was what they were preparing for. So like, might as well keep them out. And I don't really detect plays in which I'm, you know, like, it's true that those two guys, you know, Harper and Powers Johnson, you know, grayed out the worst on my tally sheet. But like there were I don't really have any plays in which, oh, Oregon didn't score points because those guys sucked. There was the Powers Johnson. I guess that's not true. There was the Powers Johnson personal foul that knocked him back from, like, you know, bucky ran for 17 yards but now it's a 15 yard you yeah know, yeah uh, penalty um but like i don't know man i don't really think he did that because he's a true sophomore I, I think that that just happened um but you know anyway so so like uh you know i i i think that you know walk being held out all, all three of them being held out when they were held out looks like they were precautionary things not like it's not like anybody like got in a cart with an air cast and you know
0: left yeah. the field. And and one right. player actually was one hundred percent faking, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch no. that, Aaron? On the near near very near the end of the game. Uh it's Chris Hudson, right? I do believe. Yeah, right. He makes he makes catch and then he like is on the ground, he pops up like it's ready for the next play. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, oh no, I should be injured. And then he lays down, and it's like, oh. And like it's one well, of the, but I mean the same thing yeah. with Nick and Forsythe, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Like Nick and Forsythe after you yeah. know those plays where they were injured, also both stood up and were walking around, and then all of a sudden hit the floor and are like, "No, I can't do it." Yeah. It's like that's what adrenaline does to you. Like people, people who treat that as evidence of faking injuries have clearly never played high True. level competitive sports because like the adrenaline pumping through you so much like keeps you from. You know, it's not until you put your weight on something a certain way. You're just like, oh shoot, I can't do this. You mm-hmm. know, like, um,
0: yeah. I, like- I bent my uh, watchers can watch. See how? Uh, look at my pinky, uh, yeah. YouTube viewers. It's all it's all crooked. That's because there was one halftime of an NFL game. Me and some friends drunkenly went out and were throwing the football around. Our lawyer Kyle, and the tip of the football is a cold day. Hit just the tip of my pinky, oh. and it just like 90 degrees but it was like a good three hours till i felt like anything about it i was like no this thing's fine it's good it's good and then it hit me and the pain was terrible and that's that one te- little oh, pinky dry. on a on a little yeah dinky guy like me i can't so they were able to play through so much but like the bo nicks one he really did he, he jumped up he was good to go and then it was he Didn't definitely he just like, he sits down yeah it's yeah like, no
1: he looked like Jello then, for a little bit. A little then, but then, bit, yeah. but then it was because kind of he goes to the
0: tent and he probably
2: got a like. I I shouldn't speculate about his medical treatment, but I am ninety nine percent certain what happened was they just gave him a toradol shot because like those guys are they're up to their eyeballs in toradol for most of the game. Uh, I'm sure they gave and, him a
0: motivational speech. And he's like jumping around. He's like, "Put me in, coach.
2: I'm ready to go." Yeah,
0: <laughs> no joke. Uh, he had that party, that energy of like when you're at a party and someone's looking bad and then they go and they like puke and then they come back. And they're like, no, I'm actually, I'm good now. Uh-huh.
1: Hey, podcast
0: listener. Hey, Come you. over here. Come yeah. over here.
1: Get over here, yeah.
0: pon- Nice headphones you got in here. Oh,
1: yeah, I like those, Chevy.
0: Be shame if something were to happen to those headphones, eh? Huh? Stomped him on the ground, eh? be real easy to avoid that smashing if you went over to the Quack12 Twitter account and gave us a little follow. Just a little follow, that's all we're asking. And hey, look at that. I hear you're listening to your new podcast steps in your car, huh? Driving home, making the long journey feel a little shorter, eh? Is that what he's doing there, bud? (laughs) Yeah, turning your three-hour drive into a nice little vacation, huh? be a shame if your car ended up on the bottom of a lake
1: Splash
0: Splash maybe with you in the trunk of it
1: Glug glug guzzle guzzle
0: Maybe all that can be avoided with a little trip to the Quack 12 page on Apple Podcasts. All you gotta do is go to Apple Podcasts Quack 12 Give us 5 stars Yeah the internet, you got it bud five stars leave us a little comment help other people find it maybe it'll help people find you when they find out that you're gone missing if you catch my drift
1: you seen the posters on the telephone poles
0: yeah those are those are people that didn't give us five stars some of them did and we did it anyways and then uh you know what uh, oh hey hey look it look at this podcast listen on their long inner I, inner uh, continental flight. Making things not so bad. Not wanting to hear that baby. Wah, by covering wah. it up. Wah wah, so they say. Putting on them headphones. Trying to get the sky waitress's attention.
1: Get over here. Give me more of that Quack Twelve podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't you yeah, you want some more of that quack twelve podcast, don't you? Yeah. You want to buy some more from us, don't you? Get it. Get Otherwise, it. you know, because if you don't buy this Quack 12 Podcast insurance, you never know when your plane's going to go straight down into the water, into the old Atlantic. Flash. Never to be seen again.
1: Glug, glug, guzzle, guzzle. In
0: case you don't want to be th- part of the rock and roller club of the bottom of the fucking ocean, then I recommend... You go to the Quack 12 Patreon. Come on, come on. Why don't you go to the Quack 12 Patreon, give us five smackaroos, and for that we can forget about the whole nasty business, have you on your way.
1: Forget about it.
0: We'll forget about it, all right? Five measly dollars, that's all we got. Now listen up, punk. Because it looks like you're not seeing so good right now. My
1: boss is talking to you,
0: chump. Aren't you, chump? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's <laughs> what I thought. All right, let him let him go, Mikey. Let him go in the bottom of the
1: ocean. Ayo! Hey, quack quack.
0: Yeah, I mean the game itself, it, it did kind of just serve as a clat Like, it, uh, there's so many little things that could have gone either way, and it could have. I mean, we almost scored that touchdown, and then there was a, our first fumble. Uh, lost fumble of the season. Yeah. Uh, was it? The, I think they said second sack of the season allowed. And like, I mean, yeah. Although that wasn't Nick's; that was Thompson's. I mean, oh, that's from, right. Nick yeah. has
2: still only been sacked once, and even then, it was by like half a yard. And...
0: Yeah, and and so there was. I mean, there's a lot of little things. It's just uh, how do you let's say because like uh, we don't even really got to talk about it. If Ty Thompson is starting this next game, it's going to be a lot like he is. Um, No, I'm saying if, 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 if. Oh, God. It'll be, it'll feel a lot like when Braxton Burmeister started against Utah and won that game, which I was at. So,
2: but. I I mean, that's true. He (laughs) did win that Utah game. That is. Somehow. That is true. And and I believe that one was at Autzen. Um
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, yeah
2: yeah i don't know man i if if ty thompson's in just like roll back you know roll a joint or whatever and just yeah. like all right i guess we'll see how this you know it's like 2007 all over again you're just like it really feels that way
0: yeah and, and and aaron we've definitely covered this before but 2007 i've been referring it could be like a dixon year that was a season where we had a quarterback an offensive philosophy that just really ignited chip kelly really like helping on the oc and like just everything about this program really came together. Our offense was legit. Uh, we looked like possibly the best team in the country. Then Dennis Dixon gets injured, um, and then kind of injured again, and he's out. And once we don't have that quarterback, just loss, loss, loss. And just the C. I mean, we beat U- USF, uh, drunken USF, supposedly, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it just that was actually the first apart. game
2: where I genuinely thought that Chip Kelly might have been a genius Um mm. because like what he had to do in order to win that 2007 bowl game was actually really impressive as an offensive coordinator Um is like, you know, taking these like misfit toys and making them work together because it was not the same
0: offense. If, they, if the we can find team. the video of a 2007 game, we would love to watch that with you sometime for a Patreon uh, thing. That
2: might YouTube be an thing. interesting uh, offseason project. I can, oh, you yeah. know, I, I actually have a very high quality video of that one. was one of the first um hd broadcasts uh and i managed to capture it
0: hell yeah yeah i i that that'd be fun as hell for i probably wouldn't be very useful for you but it'd be interesting for us um yeah, uh, I, I guess. Uh, what do you take away from Kalen DeBoer leading these Huskies team? I, I mean, I mean, we know he. he I mean, was,
2: I said you know, it first on this. I said this before Washington fans said it. I sure hope that Washington doesn't ha- hire Kalen DeBoer. I said it before they'd even fired Jimmy Lake. You I, you did. know, I, you know, it was because Oregon had to play Fresno in the 2021 opener and then they beat UCLA. Um, I think that was like a couple of games before Oregon played UCLA. So that was part of my film review of UCLA. It was like, Oh look, here's Fresno again. And like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I really think he's a good, you know, offensive. Line. It's not Ryan Grubb for anybody who thinks that he's the, the genius that dude's the offensive line coach who threw some weird stuff wound up being promoted to that job, but he's just the guy who's in the, in the booth. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's Kalen DeBoer's offense. Um, the, the, uh, um, yeah, no, I, 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 said at the time, and that I, I said at the time that Oregon played Fresno State, that I really like the offense. It's basically the same offense. Oh, yeah. They've got really good wide receivers. I said that I didn't like the idea of Washington hiring him before that was even an option. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm way ahead on this question.
0: And um, I, I hate the Huskies, but and, and I don't like watching them per se. But their yeah. offense is so much more exciting. It is very That's it. watchable it- offense. Like. <laughs> I am not yet convinced um,
2: that, you know, he's not a Mark Helfrich, you know, like, you know, a dude who's like, well, you might be a, a brilliant offensive mind, but if you can't recruit... And, 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 you know, he's doing this with like a transfer portal quarterback and a couple of wide receivers who are left over. Actually, that was that was another weird thing that was about this game was that, like, they really only uh, in the preceding 10 games, they're really only throwing the ball to two guys, uh, Odunzi and McMillan. Um, But they had two other guys, Davis (laughs) and Polk, who are, you know, I wrote in my my preview article on Friday. It's just like these guys are really underutilized. Um, And then who catches two long touchdowns? Taj Davis. Have you ever considered it's just fucking you,
0: Hithliday, that you're putting these out into
2: the internet? I should should quit reading these previews because opposing coaches are like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, Uh, it seems (laughs) like
0: it. It truly
2: seems like it. I I really doubt it. Um, (laughs) But like, I do. You know, I, I take those on the nose. You know, time to time, where it's just you know, like the as a film reviewer, the thing that you like to see is. Oh, this is a no talent team that's making all the right decisions because Mm -hmm. they're not going to change their talent in a week. Right. Like and and if they're where they're at because they're maxed out in terms of coaching effects, um, that, that means that they're a stable and predictable team uh what you hate seeing is ooh, this is a talented team that's being underutilized because you know what you can change in a week yeah the the way that you utilize the pieces that you have and like that's something that happened with arizona state in 2019 Mm -hmm. um tcu right now (laughs) that's something that uh utah in the first game in 2021 did Mm. they changed up the way they used their really good linebackers they weren't just sacrificing them with super over aggression um on every down um and actually letting them play reactive football, which they're really good at and is why they're in the NFL. So like that was that's another example of like using, you know, and this was another example. It was just like, hey, wait a minute. We don't just have two excellent wide receivers. We have four and then we can throw them the ball, too. Huh? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So like. You know, it, it happens and you always sort of like like it's on the one hand, it's fun to write those articles because you can, you know, point and laugh at an opposing coaching staff for like, boy, you are really screwing up these decisions. On the other hand, there's this
0: like fear in the pit of your belly. It's just like, what if they read my article? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm running a little low on steam talking about this game. Well, I'll tell you this. There is a fight between two different duck fans behind mm. me at the stadium <laughs> just like oh fuck i am the kind of person that if there's any sense of danger or anything even if there you was get like the camera out and start shouting oh World fuck Star. no no i'm too old for that yeah World Star. yeah <laughs> but uh <laughs> no i wish that that's uh, our numbers would be doing a lot better actually if i would have just whipped out my phone film that but I just started quack 12 quack 12 i i ignore it yeah i ignore it or i run like literally, that is that's literally. I never get in any form of conflict whatsoever. It could be, it could be like my friend is about to get his ass kicked. I'll be like, good job, good luck, dude. Just so you know, this is good to know, right, Aaron? You're a yeah, big guy. You're I'm bigger glad than me. To know this. If you're if you're about to get your ass kicked, then I'm certainly not going to make the difference. Yeah, so. <laughs> I got it. I'll, yeah, that's what I'm- So I'm anyway,
1: just, what happened with the fight? Who won?
0: It was, nobody won, I'll tell you that. It was literally, I think, just a kind of like, you bumped into me, bro, kind of thing. Oh, it was like a, like a 40-year-old man, and then these other 40-year-old men. And the single 40-year-old man, who was like a dad, he was with all of his kid, it, like his family there and shit like that. Like, the 40-year-old man was definitely way more aggressive and, like, must have been wasted, I'm hoping, and was just, like, even after they were like, dude, just sit down. Like, stay over there. It's fine. Just, like, just staring daggers at them. Not watching a wonderful game. I mean, you know, at this point, like, it was still, like, like, not watching your team in your stadium, which you paid a pretty penny for those tickets. Not watching the game. Instead, just
1: dead-eye
0: staring at this other fan of your team. And eventually the cops came, and they were about to just, like, kick them all out, and the cop was just like, all right, you guys cool? All right, I'm out of here. Yeah. (laughs) But it was just, I I don't get that style. Like, I fucking love football, um, but I sometimes don't get the levels of toxic masculinity that goes along with Like that, I'm like, I would never get in a fight with, let alone with another Duck fan at a Duck game. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know.
2: Uh, the start got to open a dispensary at the stadium.
0: That's what I'm saying. Honest, it's only like, a matter of time. I mean, people replace, were smoking replace joints. Replace the beard with weed. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah people but, were I mean, smoking joints. It, like, concession sales would go through the roof right like oh hell yeah hell yeah uh and, and then again listeners we should remind you i have never actually seen neither of us have seen day's face so he's staying he stayed a little quiet during that story that could have been hithliday the I, either one of those people i'm no, just saying
2: i i have stopped a couple of fights at autzen stadium but i have not started any
1: oh so you're polar opposite there's our first clue, Adam. We have to go through know. the tape and look for someone who stopped a fight. <laughs>
0: right before Right before that guy threw a, started to sh- talk shit, though, he was like, my stars. So I was like, is that is that Hitler Day? No. Hmm. You notice you say that, Hitler Day? I edit you, so I get your uh, expressions. Yes, I have been known to my say that. Star. You are the only person uh, that, you know, didn't die in, like, the 1800s. I think that says that. But uh, any last words on this terrible game that i will erase from my memory
2: um
0: i mean i no nah, i have said i
2: said my piece on it like right the, yeah the the uh you know read my article if you want you know more information but basically it came down to what we've already talked about oregon's offense you know both passing and rushing was unstoppable the rush defense was you know yeah certainly did its job uh you know the the pass defense was atrocious and they made some you know tactical and strategic mistakes uh and and therefore uh they lost a game that you know they probably you know odds on should have won i mean vegas did favor them by two touchdowns um you know uh, uh it, I, I guess yeah and i've said this too but like the the even though oregon's performance throughout the year um has cleared the general threshold that i note you know that as championship caliber in terms of efficiency across the four quadrants of football Mm -hmm. like it's still it was still very clear and i you know i tried to say this as often as i could in a team that was winning every game by 30 points Mm -hmm. like um that it's an incomplete team they don't have a backup quarterback they don't have a pass rush you know they're not talented top to bottom in the secondary they're playing a starting inside linebacker who's a conversion safety um who's you know sort of too small for the position like there's uh you know there's the 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 i actually don't think the offensive line is as good as it was in 2019 um or or even 2021 like they're playing a couple of kids in in harper and powers johnson who simply grayed out worse than anybody did in 2019 they're performing better in the run game because opponents aren't able to stack the box because oregon actually has a quarterback who's punishing them for mm. doing that now and they didn't in 2019 for reasons that you know, we don't need to get into but it was definitely a fact um uh it's just like this was anybody who thought you know like, they might have snuck into the playoffs, um, yeah. but they would have gotten annihilated by any team that deserves to be there. Um, so, like, I'm not saying this game is a blessing in disguise or anything. I, I don't view it that way, but, like, at, at at some point getting, you know, knocked down to, okay, your ceiling is a Pac-12 championship and making the Rose Bowl and probably losing the rose bowl because you'll play you know you'll wind up playing whoever loses the michigan ohio state game and that team is probably more complete than oregon is um although i don't know ohio state has sort of looked like maybe they have some problematic aspects um i'm now
0: going into any oregon versus ohio state game with blind optimism so but anyway
2: like yeah like as sort of a, a reset your expectations you know like yeah something like this was probably common like this was not nearly a complete enough team year one under a coaching regime that had literally you know dan lanning had never been a head coach before not just not a coach at oregon before like literally never a coach (laughs) you know
0: and
2: and and honestly the coaches that he's knocked off who've been there in their job for a long time you know like knocked off kalani sataki knocked off justin wilcox knocked off david shaw knocked off uh chip kelly you know um doing that in year one and those guys are in years like five six seven so like or david shaw has been there since the george w bush administration like yep. uh you know
1: pre-internet
2: it, mm-hmm. when the internet they were just two dates that's some uh but yeah no it's it, you know for anybody who's like oh my god the season is over it's like come on um
0: that'd be terrible if that's your mindset <laughs> like you should just go be a like a bama fan or even if you're a bama fan this season i guess you would be freaking out i don't know yeah uh, no. do
2: you read about the the bama fan who shot another bama fan because he was insufficiently upset about a bama loss he was insufficiently <laughs> he
0: was upset
2: but he wasn't like, upset you're enough. not as upset as i am about this it's like the dr pepper commercial but like with a gun oh um, yeah 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 so
0: it is fansville fansville is
1: just yeah it was, it was
2: that it was just like you know I, I was worried. That's where your story about a, a fight knots and stadium was going, and so oh, so yeah.
0: happy that it didn't. No, we're good. That dude just left yeah. at a certain point in the third quarter, even. So. Yeah, coward usually too. do. Yeah, yeah, he was a coward. And I beat the shit out of him in the parking lot. Um, Aaron, yo, baby. Uh, any last words you want to say about your dogs, about your huskies, your favorite team?
1: I thought that was the most entertaining game I've seen of football in a long time. It was strike one of three strikes for football games for me over the weekend, so it's <laughs> yeah. fine. And, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Day said all of it in laborious detail, yeah. but no basically, yeah, it's I'm year one. Then, I guess. What do you oh, expect? We're doing tell awesome. You what I, I'll tell you I mean, what
0: there's, I expect.
2: There's enhanced roster management tools now that they've removed the um the 25 uh initial, you know, counters cap for portal uh replacements. Um to the point where like you can't, you know, if you're a team that appears to be on the upswing, which Oregon does, um like you're potentially in a position where you can, you know, in a single offseason like grab the pieces that you need. Um, you know, really uh, great. With the exception, it's been my experience of the offensive line. So, like, really more than anything else, the thing that I'm, I've am i got, you know, my eyes glued on is I don't want the offensive line to take a downturn. Mm. They haven't. And so, therefore, I've been pleased in, in year one. If Oregon if if Oregon went 1 and 11 not 0 and 12 obviously that's impossible but like if Oregon went uh, a 1 and 11 but the offensive line looked great i would be like okay fine you know they still have the threat alive um mm-hmm. i re- like that's what i see you know every single week is like if your offensive line takes a hit you you don't you don't recover from it through the transfer portal you, it takes you years to recover from it and the best you can do is sort of cover it up and inevitably you wind up having a bad game, you know, when when your cover up method gets exposed. Um, right. And so as long as that doesn't happen at Oregon, I'm a happy camper. Um, and I, I'll, I'll take what comes.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, what comes next is our least favorite teams.
1: Bottom eleven.
0: <sighs> They're not our least favorite team. Though. I can
1: never I mean, tell when you're
0: done pitching. <laughs> it's right there. Usually Dear go God, get
1: this man into the... Uh-oh! Huh?
0: Oh, you your see finger that? fell. Yeah, sorry, watchers. Uh-oh. My foam finger fell. Okay. Uh-oh! Uh, oh, shit. It's gone. Oh, shit! Bottom 11. It's an omen! This is the time to plug the YouTube, I guess. If you want to see this thrilling uh, fumbling of a foam organ duck's finger, go to Quack12 YouTube. You will see this in all its glory. You will see in the background Aaron's uh like duck mascot head mug which is now basically a collector's item my man people on twitter are going fucking crazy for many reasons but for one reason is duck fans want that really badly because they don't sell it at the duck store anymore and people are like waiting for them to restock it and they're just not restocking it
1: hey i got one 25 bucks takes it home
0: it's gone to the vault
1: yeah, Earth motherfucker! I conspiracy. bought
0: you that. Yeah, it's gone into the vault,
1: <laughs> and I'm profiting <laughs> off of it. Yeah, clearly, enough, you're not. You're hey, barely. You wait, profiting haven't learned off about it. white man capitalism yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, every day I'm learning a little more and a little more. Yeah. So here we go. Um, last week's results didn't really oh, benefit God. either of us. I'll tell you this. So Colorado, um, at USC. I didn't even watch this game. I went to a movie to tell you the truth. I heard, like, the first quarter was the pretty exciting. The first quarter was weird. I don't know about exciting. It was just weird. Yeah, Maybe not. Uh, did, well, so you, I'm assuming you saw this game then hit day. Yeah. Did you? Were there well, two Well, I injections? watched it at a bar
2: with friends. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. A good friend of mine who lives in town's a Colorado fan.
1: Oh, nice.
0: I mean, sorry, Are there people
1: but... in the world that know you as both people? Does that make sense?
0: It's a day end of regular. Like when you go to person. a bar to watch a
1: sports game, do the people who are there know that you exist in two worlds?
2: I'm, I mean, not the bartender, but like a, my my close friends. Yeah. So this isn't a norm situation.
0: is what we're saying.
1: What bar do you go to? <laughs> they'll They'll put them on blast. Aaron.
0: Yeah, he's trying to track you down. Clearly, but if we could get your, you're in Norway, security... right? <laughs> norway um i uh, no, usc is like
2: inconsistent enough on offense you know and that's another example of like it's because their offensive line's not very good yeah and like you know what did we learn about colorado you know last week when oregon played them is they if they have one good unit it's their defensive line and like that's what was happening was you know there's pressure was getting through and caleb williams is pretty good at executing lincoln riley's offense but he's sort of you know when it comes to improvising plays he's not you know a, a super genius the way that like cam rising is for god's sake like that guy is like the op like totally the opposite just like andy ludwig calls a bad offense and and cam rising makes him look good and like <laughs> you know uh, uh lincoln riley calls a good offense and then his offensive line makes caleb williams have to figure stuff out on his own and like mm. yeah that can lead to you know first quarters where they score Zero points and like have to get a safety for, for all of their points,
0: yeah. Uh, you didn't notice two ejections, did you? Because that was Aaron's hot, hot pick here. He said there were um, two ejections I, from his game. I don't believe there were two ejections, Dang. Yeah, I don't think so. Sorry, man, that would have been nice. But uh, 55 to 17 win for number eight, USC. I guess mm. they have one loss, so but whatever. Um, yeah, I chose USC, you chose Colorado. I guess you were feeling a little frisky on that one. Then weird, Wazoo. Yeah, because they're terrible. They're bad. I'm, we laughed. We all laughed. We said we would give you two points if they did win. That's right. That's right. But, yeah. I mean, uh, it was looking <laughs> good after quarter one. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, Aaron's going to do it. Uh, then we had the Wazoo game, baby. That was Wazoo uh, versus Arizona State and wazoo took care of business which i predicted 28 to 18. this game
2: was weird because like it's all of wazoo's points come in the first half yeah and all of asu's points come in the second half <laughs> just like wazoo just decided they were done playing football
0: at halftime guess so yeah guess so just like us in the alamo bowl and then up next was both of us choosing the ducks aaron that would have been a pretty funny time for you to go for Huskies, actually. I, I kind of would, res- yeah. would respect it right now, that's for sure. But, no, it didn't work out. Cal at Oregon State. At this point, I was feeling like, well, I got such a hefty lead. I'll go with Cal. Sounds fun, even though Oregon State is is probably better. Uh, Oregon State's a whole lot better, 38-10. to 10. From what I saw, they really did smack him down in this one, even with the backup QB. And that's because uh, Cal's offense not so good, not so good, Aaron.
2: But uh, uh, the, you got it. it this uh, the the I turned this game off when the following occurred: Cal uh, had an eight-play first possession that gained zero yards.
1: Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! That's so they lost every yard they gained with penalties, basically.
2: Uh it was a penalty and then a big sack.
0: Um
1: wow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was just like, "Oh my god, I can't watch this."
0: Rob Wong, uh, our heart goes out to you, man. Um both of us shows Utah in Stanford and that was wise. 42 to 7. That's good. like you should I, do that, I guess. That game was –
2: did you watch that game at
0: all? I didn't watch that. I was in a – because was that after the Ducks game shortly? It, was,
2: right? it started as the Ducks game was ending, so – Yeah, I was getting was home.
0: Kind of over football for that it was, moment. Yeah. yeah. Waiting well, I mean, for was the only, USC score. It was
2: only 14-7 to seven, um, at halftime. Uh, like, as Utah's first – Utah's first five possessions, three of them came away with no points. Um, hmm and one of those included a fake punt to keep a drive going and then the two that did score touchdowns they had to convert fourth downs three different times like there's like i it's that that team's not back to 100 yet um yeah. like on offense and then eventually they sort of you know they, they then go on this run where they score four straight touchdowns you know almost effortlessly against you know stanford's not very good defense but like I, it's not they're sort of missing pieces or the pieces that they have were sort of not playing at full strength. They became like super predictable to the point where like Stanford was succeeding on a bunch of defensive plays because you could tell from the formation what the play was <laughs> going to be. And so they would just like, well, okay, I guess we'll play eight guys in the box. Cause I know you're going to run and it was a run and I got to tackle for loss, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, to, and I feel like as much as I like bag on Andy Ludwig, like he's, He's he's sort of like backed into that corner by their personnel situation right now. Um I mean So like yeah. if you you know, it, it was it was a weird it was a weird game to watch, you know, in in that sense. Um and I don't know what the state of their players are. I guess we'll find out when we talk to
0: to Greg tonight. That's right. Um that'll be fun. Oh man, I don't want to lose the Utah again. Uh up next, UCLA versus Arizona. Or at Arizona, I do believe. Uh. No, th- no, it was versus wasn't it? Like this is um uh, Yeah, it was in the Rose Bowl. This is in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, not, not like anybody'd know, but yeah. That's the thing. It was like it was hard to tell just like the quick shots of like the crowd whether it was a team that had three wins going into it or a team that was still in the race for a national championship. Like they, it's insane. they said, they're taking the tarps off when USC visits this weekend. So, Oh, good. I maybe. mean, you got to air it out, you know, I suppose. Well, yeah, the massive fan base that is USC and the massive fan base that yeah, is right. UCLA. I mean, I bet like for seven rows all around going to be absolutely packed. Um, Aaron, Arizona won this fucking game and it was what? fun as hell to watch. It was it was kind of awesome. I enjoyed it quite Good. a bit. Good. I mean, it was it was like it, DTR had a chance to win it.
2: Um, but, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like last play could have connected with the touchdown or at least gone to overtime. I mean, they're Mhm. And you know, yeah. It it was I know no, it was by six. They could have won with the pad. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, cuz they I remember people I there was that moment where they were like deep in the UCLA's red zone, and I remember hearing some people kind of talk shit about fish because like he went for the field goal instead of going for the touchdown. Which I mean, I I obviously I get going for the touchdown. I mean, I, I that's kind of what we did, you know, uh, attempted to get the touchdown, uh, settled for the field goal, I believe. But I yeah, I don't know. I mean, betting that you were, UCLA wouldn't find the um
2: the end zone with a minute left was in this game was actually a fairly safe bet. Um, they were, they were having real, like UCLA had 10 meaningful possessions and they only scored on four of them. Like they had six empty possessions, which is crazy. And it's not like they weren't putting up yards. They were, Mm. um, I mean, they definitely were Zach Charbonnet almost set a personal record. Um, uh, um, but like DTR, like kept dumping the ball down real short. Um, and, uh, and they were just not, you know, finishing drives at all. Arizona's offensive performance was about nominal for them. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: But like, but they were, you know, they were scoring on their possessions. They they got points on, I think, six out of their nine possessions, which like, yeah, that's, that's how you win games. There's you know, grabbing points on the board. Um, but yeah, this really just came down to like UCLA had a pretty off night in terms of finishing drive. Like they only, I think they only converted four third downs. Yeah, four of 12 on third down. Wow. Um, which is just like, yeah, like they they put up yards and they had a bunch of possessions, but they just like, you know, they they did turn the ball over once, um, uh, you know, they fumbled it, and, and, but like, yeah, man, like that just um, just so that the offense wasn't wasn't clicking in clutch situations, and like that's how you that's how you lose an upset, you know. Hit the day.
0: What would your immediate reaction to this information be? Dan Lanning he decides to take the Auburn job, so immediately Oregon goes and hires jed fish as their next head football coach Hmm. i mean if they
2: had to hire a pac-12 coach i mean if they had to hire a pac-12 coach i would want lincoln riley but i would tell him i i would want i would tell him to leave you know alex grinch at home yeah um uh like if i had total control that's what i would do i would hire alex grinch and then i'd hire like justin wilcox as my dc uh, like mm. if I had like, you or know, really? money increases, but I was restricted to PAC 12 head coaches
0: that I got to fire or hire. I, that's what I would go with. Um, Lincoln Riley. And, and, uh, is that what you said? Or
2: I, I'd, I'd hire a, a head coach, Lincoln Riley yeah. and defensive coordinator, Justin Wilcox. Yes. And if he said, okay. no, no, I have to have Alex Grinch. I would, I would tell him to take a hike. Um, yeah. But, like, I wouldn't go with Kalen DeBoer because I because he needs to prove that he can recruit at this level, mm-hmm. um, and he hasn't uh, done so. I'm not taking Dickard. I'm not taking Wilcox as a head coach. i not taking Shaw. I'm not taking Jonathan Smith. I'm not another, taking Shaw? Like, he, he can't recruit. Like, I'm not <laughs> taking Chip Kelly. that's has been there, done that, and I really don't trust his roster management. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not taking whoever the phantom is who's coaching Arizona. Shane Iguano. Uh I'm not taking Mike Sanford. Yeah. Well, I mean I'm I'm left with yeah with uh with Jed Fish. You know, I like the way he started. He started recruiting pretty well. It's just like got he a got, got a five program.
0: star at Arizona. He's he's kids winning some play games? for him. Yeah, his kids
2: like, play for him like I mean that's what I really noticed it. You know I know I've said this before on this podcast, but like what I noticed when I was when I had to do film study of Arizona in twenty twenty one. You know when they went one and eleven, and the and the one had an asterisk next to it was that like that team had all the reason in the world to quit and they didn't. They were playing hard like on every snap for their for their coach and teams that objectively had more to play for, like USC and Washington, which went four and eight. But if they went six and six could have made a, a bowl game and like those are really valuable in terms of extra practices and so forth. Like they had stuff to play for and those teams quit. Mm-hmm. Um, And, and Arizona didn't
0: quit on Jetfish. fish. Like, uh, and I really appreciate that. If he um, makes a bowl game, then I, I would just be so shocked if there isn't some team out there. That's like, let's go for this guy. Like what we just saw him, what we just saw mm-hmm. him do. Why not take a shot? Like, i don't maybe. know maybe
2: what teams do they have left they i know they got arizona state they got they'd have to two yeah wazoo I and mean, that game's could gonna, do it jaden delora Ooh. versus
0: his old team like it's gonna I know. be fucking
2: rad yeah that's and i think they have both of them at home yeah they do they have both of them at home Ooh.
0: yeah that's a that'd be an interesting bet that okay. territorial cup's gonna be rad man <laughs> like, i'm pretty stoked yeah. um so and like excited for arizona football like dear lord that like, I'm not a fan of them, but for anyone to be excited, that's, that's just a big improvement. So, overall, Aaron, um, there was no improvement. no know. Well, I'll just tell you. 52 to 43 and a half, because we gave you a half at some point. I, for, I honestly forget 52 to life.
1: 43. And a half. Oh, it's
0: because you called, like, an interception or fumble yeah. or something like that. man. Yeah. You said it was a game of fumbles. I remember you, some yeah. game last week.
1: You're <laughs> destroying me this year.
0: This this year I am unfortunately. But um, we got a couple more weeks. A couple more weeks left, and then we're gonna add the bull bull bonanza, the yearly bowl bonanza, and we'll see where that takes us. But Aaron, we're on to our next segment.
1: The picks. The picks. The
0: the now, first of all. We started off with a little background music. At 11 a.m., Washington State at Arizona. This is the game we were just talking about. Jaden Delora, cut, basically, not cut, but no longer the starter for Wazoo, goes over to Arizona and is not having the greatest season, but relatively a pretty great season. They only have three wins, or four wins. They need this for bowl eligibility. However, Wazoo has also been its own little darling up in the north. Aaron, my choice. At Arizona?
1: At Arizona?
0: I'm going with Arizona. It's the more it's fun It's Wazoo pick
1: all and... day. Thank God you went with Arizona. That... Oh, wait.
0: that one really is like, Ah, uh, this could go either way. Like no, both these... it's Wazoo. <laughs> both of these teams have had off- games throughout the season they both have big holes throughout they yeah. both like sometimes punch really above their weight uh if they who would you choose if you had to choose this one
2: well i'd probably go with arizona go with the home team they they got i know i'm gonna get dangerous dangerously close to psychological but like wazoo's already secured a bowl uh arizona has not um they play hard for fish uh you know, I I don't think that Wazoo's. Even though Wazoo ran all over Stanford and Arizona has an equally bad rush defense, like if that were enough to beat them, then UCLA would have beat them. So, um, yeah, I I'll, I'll take Arizona. Although interestingly, Vegas thinks four point five for for Wazoo.
0: Who knows? I mean, and that's like, on the road. Can you imagine though if they win this one? That last game will be so fun. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. Wazoo would still be a pretty. Like, good story for them to win this compared to where they were. Oregon State at Arizona State. I would, I mean, the better coached team is the team whose coach has been there for significantly longer. Um, Oregon State just seems like they are picking up momentum to crush my soul at the end of the season. I'm gonna go with Oregon State against Arizona State just because they're a little bit of a mess right now. I'm going Arizona State. So far, these have actually matched up where it's like, I mean, one team is always favored, certainly, but these should be pretty good matchups. I mean, this one's in the de- this is a Pacific Northwest team going to the desert. Yeah, like,
2: I mean, Oregon State should win this. But, like, this is the wacky game, or this isn't the wacky game of the week, my official, like, call for that. But, like, if there is going to be uh, an an upset result, Arizona State in the desert for an Oregon State team that seems to be cruising, like, yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, nutty stuff. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm not saying it'll happen, but if if an upset happens, it'll be
0: Arizona State Desert Magic,
2: which they've already done once this
0: year. Yeah, I mean, they beat the team that just beat us. And then not only that, like, this is only 15 minutes later after the Washington State-Arizona kickoff, so it's like hopefully we get double-screen chaos here. 2.30 p.m., Stanford at Cal. Stanford at Cal, Aaron. Uh, both these teams kind of suck, honestly. Stanford did beat Notre Dame, which is pretty. I know you're going to pick Stanford, <laughs>
2: the ACC champion Stanford. I <laughs>
0: like. Somehow they beat them, but that really was that drained all the magic out of the the hat that they found. I don't think there's really a way. Uh, I think Cal's winning big game. So Cal, really. I think. Cal, I mean, out of these two teams,
1: sure, I'll go with Cal. I, wow, interesting. Because I for sure thought you would pick Stanford. I'll go with Stanford. You're going with Stanford. I mean, you burnt team? me. I'm not going to be able to come back. I need to win every game. It. If you
0: went like a hundred percent this week, it would be so crazy. Because then you'd be within three and a half, and then we got ourselves a game. Like, right. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
2: I mean, so far these picks haven't been like numbers. Huh? you know. Like as you said, Stanford and Cal both sucked. You know, Cal sucks less, but like, there's no reason why they can't have an especially sucky
0: performance. <laughs> yeah, like Stanford went on the road and beat Notre Dame. Isn't like good, but they've beaten good teams. You know, that that's true. Like, like Notre
2: Dame's like profile looks a lot like Cal's. Yeah, physical profile. They so, all like they
0: beat mm, Cal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I could have said all this stuff heading into Stanford's la- uh, game last week, though, and they got their ass kicked. So USC, but they didn't like they <laughs> not in the first half. Like it, it, I was it, the game had to break, you know, for games. that to happen. They were they were competitive in the first half. Goes goes to show why you invite someone who actually watches these games. Now I typically do, but at this point in the season, I'm kind of like once it, once you start to figure out the teams. I do kind like in your week ten, I do uh-huh. kinda of start to lose steam of watching some of these Pac-Twelve football teams. <laughs> like there's more college football or college basketball to be had. I think uh and yeah, we'll talk about Quacks of later, not this episode. Then we got Ooh, buddy, this is the big one. This it could have been bigger if UCLA wouldn't have Sucked against Arizona. But this is a game that people actually have been hyping up more and more. This week in general with Oregon going against Utah, USC at UCLA. They're hoping to get 70,000. They may get 10,000. Who knows? Um, uh. Like, this, this is the week of the, the four top, quote-unquote, top teams in the Pac-12 all going against each other. And this is the L.A. battle, the battle of L.A. I don't think they actually have a name, or if they do, they just don't care. Aaron battle
2: for the victory bell, although it is not the only victory bell
0: rivalry in college football. There's also one in Ohio, I think. Just a band. It's so sad to not be the have your trophy be unique. Like, I, I, I know mean, we don't care about ours, but at least we have a Platypus Trophy. That <laughs> yes, was lost in a yeah. locker in that court basement for 30 years. Truly didn't give a shit about it, but yeah, whatever. I mean, I love that thing. I want to get that thing going. Um, and it's like tiny. It's like the size of a paperweight. <laughs> a it thing. looks cool. I would love it's a like paperweight. the players want to hoist it above their heads, they're like that's. They I love that. Do you think I could get away with trying to sell recreations of the platy since they, like, basically I, don't even acknowledge it.
2: I think if you made a fiberglass platy that was, like, expanded by 12 times so that, like, it, it really looked impressive for an offensive lineman to be hoisting above his head, Yeah. Um, but, like, it weighed 5 pounds because it's made out of fiberglass, like, yeah. that'd be rad.
0: I think we should catch a platypus or platypie um, for each game and bring Plenipode. it to the game. Platipodes? Is that what they're called? It's a Greek root, not a Latin root. Well, well you would know your Greek words, Hiflidae. Um Number 8, USC, at number 12, UCLA. I'm going to go with UCLA. Good, because
1: not- I'm going USC.
0: This one is another one where... Like, you could you can make a clear argument of why each team would lose, you know. Like, UCLA's offense, well, it'd, it'd probably just be you lost the shootout is really what happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is one where
2: potentially the loss of Travis Dye—oh, we didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Travis Dye sadly got hurt um, for for USC, and it looks like he's going to miss the rest of the season. Oh. They, they carted him off. Yeah, it really sucks. Um Yeah. And I mean, I, I really like they, they have a couple of other good running backs, but like I don't think that either one of them are as, as nearly as dynamic as, as Travis Dye is. Um, just so, you know, he's like a 3000 yard career rusher, you know, like yeah. you don't replace that very easily. Um, and so and I don't love USC's offensive line and like the way that you beat UCLA is you run at them. Um, so like, I don't know how that that might have an impact on the game. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, it should be a good one. It should yeah. be good um i don't think either of these are complete teams um i think i think it's going to remind me a lot of, of other games that were like important and enjoyable in the pac 12 but like really just watching them made me convince me how incomplete these teams were so the previous examples of that were ucla and washington and usc and utah um and, like, I think this is this is going to be another one where it's just like, ooh, this team, both of these teams have, like, serious weaknesses and, like, they don't, but they also have serious strengths and, like, the way that they match up is not, you know, super obvious. So there's some, like, strength-on-strength strength deals
0: and some weakness-on-weakness weakness deals and, like, how do those play out? I don't know. I, I literally think this will be, like, a... Not literally. I think this will be a ball-weighing contest. Like, whoever just go, realizes, like fourth down no we're going for it every damn time we are never punting this fucking ball <laughs> whoever realizes that first and starts doing the onside kicks I think it's gonna win it but I don't know that should be fun offense is take, fun I would take UCLA in this game
2: simply because the only way that USC's defense has been functional has been generating turnovers and Dorian Thompson Robinson unlike in like every previous year yeah. uh, is not throwing interceptions this year um And I think that probably means that UCLA's, uh, you know, will will be able to get what they want against USC's defense, whereas there are some things that UCLA's defense
0: does well. So I would give UCLA the edge in this game. As a Pac-12 fan, I'm like, you know, I'd really like, well, first of all, fuck both these teams, but DTR, I'm like, like, I've never rooted for him. But I'm rooting for him this time, certainly. It's just like he's he's been there since I was born, I believe, and and since, uh, lo- will be there long after I die. Um, so I'm gonna root for him. He's putting his time dealing with cranky ass Chip Kelly. Uh, then so that one will be fun as hell. Colorado at number 25, Washington. I'm going with Washington. This would be funny as hell if they lost. I mean, it honestly kind of be an insult to us if they lost. Washington Brian. hasn't beaten Colorado since 2018.
1: Really?
0: <laughs> uh, you no, know, they're going to beat them this year, so. <laughs> like, yep. but, Agreed. yeah, Agreed. Washington. Wow. We even got, uh, yeah, you're, you're even back in your favorite team no matter what. I get it. Um, hometown team, you know what I'm saying, bro? hometown team. You fucking, like, my, what I thought of you as a person is just, like, halved in, in this episode. Find out you're rooting for the Cowboys. You're rooting for the Huskies. You, you you wouldn't have my back as I'm running away from the person mugging you. Yeah. You, would, you would throw shade at me later because I, I didn't help you in any way. It's I don't know, Aaron. Uh, you're you're I, gonna sell the mug I gave you. Come on. Hey, I'm here to make a dollar. Yeah.
2: The spread up? on this game is 31 and a half points. I would um, take the points with Colorado. I think I, I have a theory and it will be tested in this game, and I'm curious about it, uh, that Colorado actually has much better cornerbacks than you think they do, Mm. Um, and that no one's ever noticed this because their inside linebackers are so bad at pass coverage um, that, like, everybody just attacks there, and so, you know, whatever. Um, But, like, the way that Washington's pass offense works, they really have to go outside against the cornerbacks, and, like, maybe... Maybe Colorado actually, like, keeps up with it in the way that, like, Oregon State, yeah. because they have some pretty good cornerbacks. Exactly. You know, they lost that game, but, like, they kept Washington under their, you know, million-point you know a game uh, averages and like i kind of think the colorado's defense might be able to do something similar in this game like i'm not saying the colorado's gonna win but like i I think this looks more like a 17 point win than a 32 point win
0: it may get into garbage time quicker than that 33 and a half point lead would accumulate is kind of what Mm -hmm. it feels like um then the final one i mean this is Aaron, this is more like how homery are you going to be on this podcast as a supposed Duck fan? Or do you want to beat me? Because it's number 13, Utah. Well, these are going to be different. Utah at Oregon. Utah has very much looked flawed, but they only got they got the loss to Florida, and they lost to a UCLA. team. UCLA, that's right. That's right. So where you got him oh wait notably both road obviously games
1: obviously oregon all day long i'm going oregon to. lost their their only other game of the season just a few days ago they're not I'm gonna, gonna, gonna go with again
0: oregon but i will say because i should have said my pick first and then after hearing you say that i was like mm, maybe i should just go utah because <laughs> yeah. if bo Nix isn't in like utah 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 like yeah <laughs> like uh, you know but uh, i'm going with oregon
2: I, I would stay the hell away from this game until I got an injury report. Like yeah, yeah,
0: for both know, squads, I guess. But.
2: Yeah, I know. Like Utah, yeah, I don't. There's a couple different players who I don't think is at 100, and I don't know what the status of several key Oregon players are. So
0: like, I'd stay away, man. Like, yeah. Well, there you have it. Uh, it could be a big week for you, though, Aaron. This could be the week you come back.
1: Yeah. I do have you a slight fear that we're gonna. Be told here soon that bo nix has a lower spinal injury oh, i don't
0: think it's i don't think they would have put him back in if if he did but i mean hey what the what the hell do i know i i hope he i mean what Pinched would almost a nerve in the bottom <laughs> of his spine what would almost be worse is if he was fully good to go and our offensive line was good to go and then Utah just kicks the shit out of us. I don't think they will. I mean, we're going to get into this with the, with our dear friend later this week, um, Greg of No Truck Stops. But, I mean, Utah doesn't have Washington's receivers or Washington's quarterback. Uh, yeah. So, th- like, if they are going to beat us, it's not going to be the exact same way. They also aren't very good at running the ball. But we'll see what happens. Um, I hope we win. It's going to suck if we lose. Utah fans will be... Absolutely insufferable. No, we're going
1: to win. It's easy.
0: No, it's easy. That's good to know. Do you have a super specific uh, uh, kind of prediction you'd like to make?
1: On this game?
0: Yeah. Utah or Utah. Whatever game. Any game this week. You probably don't remember any of the picks you made, but USC, yeah. UCLA, Oregon City. Um, yeah.
1: Oregon State this AD week's Z. prediction is that... Jesus will show up at the Utah Ducks game. That's actually,
0: I don't know if you were just joking, but that's actually not a bad, that's almost not random enough, because there is a dude who dresses up as Jesus, I believe, for the Utah games.
1: I assumed there must
0: be. (laughs) Okay, well then this, this is, you just assumed, uh... If he's there, if he's on screen, not like a snapshot on Twitter or something, if they no, show him on the broadcast, on TV, you get one point. If they don't, I get a point. How about that?
1: Sure, I'm for it. I'm for it. Okay.
0: Jesus. If there was ever a time for you not to show up, now is the time. <laughs> And uh, do you have do you have some kind of crazy, chaotic if there was going to be some chaos this week, hit the day, who would you choose?
2: Oh, boy, Uh, in terms of an unexpected result. um, Oh, yeah, I don't don't have one this week. Like I I, like I said, I think Colorado and Washington has a possibility to surprise people with um, with like maybe Washington won't put up a million points uh that's a good people yeah we'll be confused why that is except for people who listen to this podcast um but like the three the first three games the wazoo arizona oregon state arizona state stanford cal games like any of those could go either way and it wouldn't even require like craziness it would just be like yeah the pac-12 man like you know none of these teams are that far apart from each other um and then there's two ranked games you know like top top 15 ranked games uh and then there's you know like i said colorado washington has has you know that potential but you know it's also not a game that the washington really has any business losing so like yeah i don't really have any nothing jumps out
0: oh well that means all the chaos is happening this week i Um, mean if
2: there is an upset that will cause people to be like wow that was weird it was the arizona state desert magic against oregon state as we already discussed but like But that's because that's their only way to win
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and and then it
2: sort of feels like that game already happened so like maybe (laughs) the desert gods are like satisfied
0: yeah i mean you would hope so i i feel like there's no way oregon state's losing the week before they play us i mean you would maybe it'd be a look ahead thing maybe you could add that but i just feel like that game is gonna be intense so um yeah, and I'm excited for it in a half stadium. Well, Duck fans, it was a rough week. Let's hope for a better week next time. Whatever you wore last Saturday, burn it, all right? Whoever you were hanging out with, burn them. Those are my final words on this one. On um, that
1: note, see you later.
0: <laughs> see you later, y'all. <laughs>